Yo Q, what up? Yo Q, man, I'm up? keeping it real. What up, the one? So much pain, I can Welcome. How I really feel. Let's My get it. Tonight, not just yeah. music. Music. Where we keep it real, uh huh, and honest, always. My mama praying, telling me, Q, you need to chill. They can't respect the truth from just honest. What's going on, people? It's your boy Duan Barino from Not Just Music Podcast. Got my boy Quincy Murdoch in the building. Yeah. And we are here another Thursday, 8 o'clock p.m. How's it going? Man, hey, trying to stay warm, man, but we good. We're here. That's what's up. Getting kind of cold out here. The weather changing, man. Yeah, seasons are changing. Seasons changing, yeah. Weather is changing. Um, So. With, we we don't have a whole lot of new things saying that we're at the end of the year. Saying mm-hmm. the new year is basically right around the corner. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot to come. I know. Basically, it's it's really go season for everybody because it's it's about to be the first quarter again, and a lot of us, especially music oriented, uh, sports oriented people or even crafty oriented people are pretty entertainment, busy. Entertainment period, really. Pretty busy around this time of the year. Um saying it with the quarter uh, with the quarter about to turn again. So um myself I know I have been super busy um for months now, even um post of everything that I've already had already done. But as far as like, well, pre is part of what I've already done. Now I'm in the post part of everything, what I've been trying to get to for pretty much considerably a good while, a few months now. Um, but I finally got a chance to get there, especially like with with like maybe saying releasing music. I haven't released music in, in years. Um, actual product of actually saying I'm going to actually do something and put it out. I'm actually putting something out officially this Friday. Yeah. Um. Again, I put something out two weeks ago. Um. Just kind of just be sprinkling things month by month. Uh. As the as the time goes on, as year goes on, it might even I might even get two songs off a month if I can. So. Um, but I got a lot of songs. I got a lot of music I can work on right now. So. Um. That's that's really a, a focal point of things that I've been trying to like really get to. Speaking of music, question at hand. I have. Um. Over the past. 30 years of music, things have, have really changed, especially um, as far as saying uh, creativity level of artists. You may have rappers, you've had singers, you've had a lot of different people come into uh, the mix of things now. Um, as, like I said, as the, past, as the past 30 years goes along. So I'm going to ask a good question. Mm-hmm. Um, coming through the 90s, era of music what's who considerably had who do you feel let's first off give me a top five artists of the 90s um if those that's out there give me your top five artists of the 90s if you are if you're that old yeah if you're not that old understand this I'm coming. Give give me a minute. I'm getting to you. <laughs> Era of the '90s, '80s babies, '90s babies, considerably some '90s babies. If you weren't too early or until too late in the '90s, who who is your favorite artist? Top five artists. Why 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 you're doing it? 
Q, give me your top five artists of the 90s. R&B, whatever, whatever flavor, whatever vibe. Okay. You tell me. Uh, so it can be R&B, hip-hop? It can be uh, whatever genre. Uh, can it be groups? Yeah. Man, I got to put Drew Hill up there. Mm-hmm. Um, got to put Jodeci. Um, I got to put Tupac, of course. Mm-hmm. He was 90s. Um, let me see. DMX. And R. Kelly. And R. Kelly. Yeah. So, I'm going to give mine. 90s. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, Boys the Men. I'm going to say, uh, Tony, Tony, Tony. I'm going to say, That's two right there. Ooh. I see what you did. You going against the Fugees. Hmm. I'm gonna say, hmm, influential, influential. Lil John. He was 90s? Yup. I know that. Um, and I'm gonna also say, hmm, that's a good one. I'm gonna say, ooh. This is a hard one. When I said five. Man, R. Kelly was running it, man. You know that. Uh, yeah. He uh, was running the 90s, bro. I'm, I'm going off of influential for me. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say, ooh. Who am I going to say for this fifth spot? You ain't got Tupac in there for the uh, hip hop? I didn't say pop. I didn't say pop, but I'm going to tell you why I didn't say pop. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go with my fifth slot. Mm, this is gonna be a different one. This dun, is, this dun, is dun. No. I'm gonna say tricky one. I'm gonna say mm, you tricked up on your own question, man. Let me go on to the females. It, it, it's it's a female in my mind. I'm thinking, but I don't want to say her because I'm speaking influential. Uh. Uh, this is a hard one. Look him. No, I'm not gonna say look him. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna just say it. Queen Latifah. Hmm. So, give me your reason why you said Joe Five. Uh, okay. Joe to see. Um, man, I just, I just love they. They came out with a new uh, a vibe, but uh, the style. Um, it, it very influential, like the way they dress, mm-hmm. the way they sing, mixed it all together, you know, like the style, everything that we never seen nothing like that really mm-hmm. as a group. You know what I'm saying? They could sing, you mm-hmm. know. So I think they was real influential. Um, they you you wouldn't even just categorize them in like R and B, like you could think of them like a hip hop ish R and B, like all all genres. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. A gospel. Like so, that's like they was very influential, and then also Drew Hill because they influenced them. So we talking about influencing, um, they influenced Drew Hill, Cisco, you know, all the members. So, um, 
and they influenced me with their music. That's why I picked Drew Hill. Uh, DMX was was different, man. People forget his impact he had after Tupac had died. You know, hip hop was kind of gone after Biggie and Tupac, and I think DMX stepped in and was that big face to replace hip hop at that moment. My opinion. Um, and Tupac, of course, man, because a revolutionary, what he stood for. Um, like, how could you not, you know what I'm saying? Pop was bigger than just music, you know what I'm saying? That's why I picked him. And, um, R. Kelly, man, because the king of R&B, man, like, <laughs> you know, all the chart, the top hits he got, you know what I'm saying? You can't stop it. You can't, ain't no debating, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I start with mine. So, Queen Latifah, I'm going to say, well, I'm going to start from there. The reason why I say Queen, because Queen took a different angle more so than a lot of hip-hop individuals at that time. She was taking more of a seat to how things, how like how you would do things. She was looking at not just being just a rapper. She was trying to be more than just a rapper. Mm-hmm. So she had the trifecta situation. In, in a sense, it wasn't per se that it was more dance, but it was more of she had that hustler's mentality to be a director or be an owner or be the boss of something. And to me, as a female in the 90s, especially, which was a male-driven industry at that time, I mean, she she put a very big footprint in the the sand for women. She was in Juice. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of the the females mimicked their self after her coming out of the 90s due to that, that boss, that ownership that she took. Towards being, you know, who she is. Yeah. Um. I feel, I feel sometimes it's 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 going to get underlooked though. <clears throat> like I said, due to the males. Okay, now let's move on to yeah. the reason why I said who I said male wise. Yeah. Tony, Tony, Tony. The reason why I said Tony, Tony, Tony because to me, in my era of listening to music, influential. Wise, as far as my opinion goes, they had a very different angle to the way they created music. Reasons of 80s, 70s, adding that 70s, 80s vibes to like the 90s turned R&B in a sense to a direction of so contemporary that a lot of outsiders could not keep up with that style that they were doing. It's not a thing to say it was bad because the 90s, everybody was different. Nobody really was trying to make the same exact music like it is currently. Yeah. So you had people like Tony, Tony, Tony came along. They was doing music that was like nothing. Like I said, nothing nothing against any R&B. Straight up R&B. I love R&B. All types of R&B. Mm-hmm. But their R&B was very distinct due to, I think, just being Tony was a writer. Put out music in the sense of in that direction. Okay. Another one I said was uh, uh, Boys to Men. Boys to Men to me was like <laughs> science of what good singing could be due to how they proved themselves acapella-wise was impeccable, firstly. Due to, you know, you had Mike from New Edition discover them mm-hmm. in the sense of how they how they how he heard them is the exact same way we took them in the same way. Yeah. 
I mean, it was their acapella driven voices that made them who they are. So if you added that to the sense of saying great, you rarely heard anybody in the 90s that could sing acapella and be known for it. For it just, you know, for it being that other than uh in vogue. But other than that, yeah. they were the ones who created that lane of saying, okay, all these dudes in my school wanted to be wanted to be boys and men. They wanted to go do boys and men songs as a group on stage. That's who they everybody wanted to be that. Yeah. Even though a lot of y'all couldn't sing. Just being honest with y'all, uh, all of my all of my stage for old people. None of y'all really could sing, and honestly, man, that's crazy. You said the nineties, y'all, y'all had a very strange run with the with the boys to men era. But uh, who else? Who else? I say, I said uh, Tony, Lil John, Lil John. We gotta say Lil John just because the case of what Lil John introduced. It was, man. You know what? It, it's a it, Lil, when you say Lil John, I gotta yeah. throw in um, Uncle Luke, man. Mm-hmm. Uncle Luke, man, too. Like he, he was very influential. Like the way that he rapped, mm-hmm. the way these rappers rap now, it wouldn't be none of that if it wasn't for Uncle Luke taking the stance. You know what I'm saying? And and fighting the censorship and all that. So, uh, yeah, my bad cutting it. But when you say Lil John, yeah, you think of Luke. You feel me? Like all those pitbulls. I say Lil John. I'm gonna tell you why I say Lil John. Okay. Yeah, you're right though. To the sense of he kept a certain level of. That 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 meet between music, females, and put them together. Yeah. Um. The case of why I say John was because Lil John introduced something that nobody. The turn on the music that he did was so influential that it changed the whole face of music to the point where trap. Kinda introduced itself outside of John. Okay. While John was hot, John brought all this attention back to Atlanta because the attention was away from Atlanta for the time. Mm. Due to how R and B music was moving, it was it. You had people from everywhere. Mm. You didn't have a whole lot of people in Atlanta doing R and B at that time. Yeah. But when John came back and when John introduced himself on the scene, these people they didn't know how to take that. Nobody did because it was so out of the box. Yeah, you had people like Luke. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. But it, it's like John gave it. He kind of took it away from the 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 aspects of saying regular music and called it crunk. Mm-hmm. When he put that edge on it, it made the music really edgy, really catchy, and everybody was catching on to it. Black and white. Yeah. Everybody. I mean, even the world. Period. Now. Considerably, this is the one person I was thinking about when we started saying it. Um, yeah, R. Kelly. One, because R. Kelly was considerably the Smokey of our time, in a sense. Because Smokey considerably was the same type of dude Kells was because he wanted to write and he wanted to sing. And he could introduce you a hit record at the same time. Mm-hmm. Which a lot of cats couldn't do consistently like Kells was in the nineties. Yeah. So nice. again, you had people like that, and then I have honorable mentions too. I mean, I had a whole lot of honorable mentions, but considerably, I wanted to go for the ones that, again, you 
you have a sense of R&B influential ship to what you say. So with your 90s influential ship being in an R&B, more so in an R&B window, mm-hmm. do you feel hip hop affected or do you feel R&B affected the sense of moving from the 90s into 2000? I think I think uh, moving into the two thousands, I think uh, hip hop mm-hmm. took over. Yeah, hip hop took over. Um, that's when we had Fifty Cent, uh, Nelly's. The well, Nelly's came. The Nelly came out in the nine, late nineties, something like that, mid nineties. But when they started popping, popping like mm-hmm. the two thousands, the Bow Wows. Yeah. This is my generation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The the Bow Wows, Little Romeos. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Most of them was rappers. Yeah. B2Ks and like even if you and, and, and the thing of it is, even the singing groups had rappers in them. Yeah. They always needed a rapper in it to make it make it click. You know what I'm saying? So rap was big mm-hmm. in the two thousands. Yeah. So um, you know, you think about it, anything that was out, it had hip hop rapping on it. You You're know right. what I'm saying? You're right. So You're I think right. rap took over, man, in the two thousands. More yeah, in the in the sense of that's why I feel that the two thousand two thousand era changed a whole lot. I tried to look yeah. at it as like this: How many people did you see come out in two thousand era? Like even just let's just say two thousand to twenty fifteen mm-hmm. that weren't in the lines of saying hip hop. Even if it was a singer that was introduced, the singer had to have some type of hip hop vibe. Way to it, yeah, yeah. Because if it didn't, it wouldn't be an effective sale. The one person I do feel that took it on and understood it most because well, one is because of the timing. R. Kelly used to rap, you know, in his little he did rapping parts in his songs. That's how, but you think about it, even the songs of the nineties. If you didn't have a rapper in your R&B, your, your breakdown, mm-hmm. if your breakdown didn't wasn't a dance or if it didn't have a rap in it, a rapper in it, it considerably wasn't considered a hit. Bobby Brown, man. None of the stuff. Look at look at New Edition. New Edition, all they, even when BBD came uh, a thing. Why are y'all playing games on me trying to tell me how my life is supposed to be? Single you know how rappers. rappers. Yeah, it was rapping. Single rappers. So yeah. you take... It, it just didn't catch as a big thing until the late of well getting ready to go in the twenty teens, right? Yeah. So even you got everybody that came out in twenty teens were more so rapper singer. It, but you do you think like because you know most of these people had writers, mm-hmm. so you think they they knew this was gonna happen because they of course they was writing these songs so. Mm-hmm. Writers they became, must have seen something. You know what I'm saying? And my thing is, see, I think most of the writers were becoming obsolete at the, in, a, in a sense too. Yeah. Because you take people like R. Kelly, people don't need people like R. Kelly now. R. Mm-hmm. Kelly isn't. He can give himself hits. It'll be a thing of because nobody of this era will understand what R. The, the type of music that R. Kelly was putting out. You get what I'm saying? Because yeah. to be able to put out an R. Kelly song, I mean, to put out, put out that music, you got to know what you're doing. Yeah. You have to know because it's a certain yeah. way that you have to sing those type of songs that R. Kelly was giving people. And you got to love it. That's the thing. They don't love it. It like, sells. Love it, it, like, you have you know to. Saying? It sells 
differently when you hear it coming from like you listen to somebody like a, a Diddy album, right? Yeah. Um, the Love album. I ain't checked that. I gotta check that out though. Now you listen to it. I can check that out. It's R and B driven. It's like nice. he took you all the way back to the '90s and gave you a strain, a strain of '90s mixed with that early 2000 vibe and made it very common to today's ears, right? Mm -hmm. So most of the people that are out right now, um, you know, and as we've talked about before, that R&B vibe is coming back, right? Yeah. So do you think that the R&B vibes that are out now, and I'm going to be honest with you, I'm going to go ahead and tell you. Yeah. The R&B vibes that's coming out now are starting to remind me of the 90s. Um, one person I give is Coco Jones, right? Mm -hmm. She's the type of singer that it, it gives you that chill, that feeling of emotion that people use to display in their music in the 90s, which is what Diddy is very big on because Diddy understands selling music. I don't care what nobody say about that man. Did he know how to make when he puts music out? He puts music out in the sense of he knows how to sell that artist that's on the mic or giving presenting it, right? Yeah. So if you look at all of the people he got on his album, when you get a second to listen to it, look at this people, then the names that he chose to choose. Even go and look at the production I that seen he chose. A couple on the weekend. Um mm -hmm. who else? Yes, he has some heavy hitters. Everybody, on there. he even got Justin Bieber. He even got Jaquis uh, on there. He got, uh, I mean, name all of the R and B singers that's basically been good over the past fifteen. years. I know years. he brought KC back on there. They did a remake. That he got. Done. He even took a. Uh, yeah, he went back. He, he he's getting vibes. Uh, he even got vibes from um, uh, Rance fifteen hundred. Uh, he even coming all the way to Atlanta, getting R&B vibes from over here. Um, Bro, you know what I'm saying? They talk so bad about Diddy, but like, you look, people still work with this man. So obviously, it's something, like I said, they see the good, all mm -hmm. the good stuff that he brings. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. like you say, say what you want about him, man. He talented. Yeah. He knows the music. You who, know what I'm saying? Who else would you want to put your hands in the music with? Somebody that's great or somebody that's mediocre? You know, and I'm not even speaking of just Diddy. There are a lot of cats out here who are on that Diddy level, who have that Diddy ear, that Diddy mentality. Just don't have the Diddy platform. They just don't have the Diddy platform. And it's it's rare that certain people get that platform because it's hard to get that platform. It's a it's a it's a a, a thing of knowing who at that time in that era that Diddy had people coming in, he was putting them out in the sense of due to what Bad Boy was. And I think now is even since since then that's the case. Like you look at all the people that Diddy have worked with over the years. Tell me who have who haven't he touched that didn't want to work with him? Anybody that's anybody know like, oh we got Diddy man shoot, we got Diddy oh shoot we going to work with Diddy. Ain't too many people who turned down a Diddy situation. Heck no. Um, just due to the case of they know that you know it, it, with Diddy you, you can win, but that's what you have to do as. Is especially 2023 20, going into 2024 and this is why I've basically been talking about this whole music music situation um, because 
it's a new era, it's a new thing coming, and it's twenty as we've been trying to do move forward. You know, we've done twenty twenty three. Twenty twenty three is at an end now, right? And and you tell me, you know, even so, more so now. Mm -hmm. Um, you have one situation where you're where you're working more so with doing other stuff as far as like. You got the, the movie movies, done, but yeah, the movies, yeah. the movie thing is only gonna be a thing of your side ship. Exactly. And you have music, music considerable. Yeah, that's your side ship too. Acting, yeah. that's another thing. You know, you taking on, you taking on another thing of saying you're gonna try to try and do acting. Period. Not right. even just on a movie screen, even on a live or even a liver platform, as if in I call it Tyler Perry driven uh, atmosphere. You know, yeah. The stage is a very different thing. Yeah. Um. The reason why I say the stage is a very different thing is due to one. <laughs> I know about the stage because I've just been on so many stages dealing with music or dealing with uh, anything, something dealing towards music or maybe not even just music, even the plays of the situation. Even when I was doing the plays, mm. I was doing stuff where just more so uh, sitting behind a mixing board, making sure mics are on and you know cues are on and uh, hanging lights and building sets and all that stuff. But mm. in the case of right. Yeah. This is what I learned from doing that. All of that stuff. It takes away a stage fright each time you get on the stage, right? I love it. It's like um, performing. The liveliness of it is what makes the stage fright go away. Because the adrenaline. it's that one time you have that moment. If you mess up the moment, it's in history books as that moment, right? Yeah. So you tell me this, right? Mm-hmm. As much as the artistry that you put in time into creating yeah. yeah do you feel that the next 15 years of you moving forward do you feel that the mentality of being better and getting better at being on stages is going to push you into different things yeah yeah and I'm not even saying you don't even have to tell me what it is or seeing what you're going to be or do. Yeah. It might not even it may not even be movies in the next 15 years. It may be something totally different, right? Yeah. So once you reach that master level of, as I said, liveliness, yeah. meaning being on stage. Yeah. What do you feel that stage presents to you each time you get on it? Like, what do you feel it? Okay. Today is, uh, I got one song, right? Yeah. You got this one song. You're going to pick your best song. You're going to go on the stage and, and, and kill it in your mentality, right? That's basically what I'm doing with these stage, this stage play uh, yeah. coming up. Um, sorry to cut in. No, but, um, That's what the question is about. But yeah, what I see it as, and I think what, what this is, the stage thing, is what I've been doing bit by bit from music to acting to Everything that I've been doing is like a, a collective, and that's what I want to bring to the stage, like a collective, an yeah. acting, performing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, even dancing. Mm-hmm. I'm getting I'm getting better with my dancing. We going over dancing routines, and you know what I'm saying? Like you know, but this is the crazy thing though. I've always had rhythm, but I wasn't really into the um, learning the routines and dancing. But I always felt like I could do it, but me running into the right connects like with dancer dancers is what's helping me like these these dudes dance you yeah. know what i'm saying yeah 
Like they they dancers. The connections. So. There you go. The connections. So it's helping me better with my dancing. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I'm I'm getting more, you know, in tune and confident with myself. You mm-hmm. know, so um Bro, that's just how it is. Like, I told you, like, I wanted to do movies when I was doing music. Mm-hmm. Now I want to add dancing to my resume. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I never stopped wanting to learn something new. Yeah. You know, so. So, if if the next time. You might see me up there dancing. <laughs> on my, on my, my show. That's a good thing because it's not, for, it's not for, it's not for your wrong doings. It's for your better doings. You're going to get better when you do it. Yeah. You know, if you don't, if you ain't gonna do, if you're not doing it, and doing it consistently and being getting trying to get better at it, yeah. you won't. It's hard to reach that, yeah. and especially the platform that you have now, is is not saying that you're supposed to see like the greatest, grandest things quickly. Yeah. You know, it's gonna take time to get yourself acclimated to just different stages and people to see you, um, and 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 time the time frame of of saying that oh. I have three years to accomplish something. Yeah, you do have that whatever time frame that is. Mm. One thing I still see though that is very open to a circle of people that you're around is you have a lot of actors. Yes. You have a lot of people who are willing to work and and maybe not even just work, adapt to the atmosphere because the more people that is tied into one atmosphere, especially especially in the world of acting, that helps your 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 visual sense. Meaning, if you choose to do a movie again, you have a handful of people, or tens of hands, or a few hands of people that you can pick from. Yeah. Do you think that that's going to be a help? Moving into the next movie, yeah. Do you yeah. think that's gonna be yeah. a help also with saying this too? Yeah, because you think about it like this: you yeah. can mix the movie situation or the acting situation in with music. That's what Since I'm saying, bro. This, yeah, bro. Yeah, that the cast that I got now, I got a whole the people that I'm with on this uh, stage play. Mm-hmm. I got a whole movie cast right there. Mm-hmm. I could shoot another sequel to Quincy Murdoch the movie. I could do a dance movie, uh, you got sir type movie. I could do a music type. You know what I'm saying? I'm giving out ideas, but y'all, y'all ain't hear that. But mm-hmm. I got so many ways I can go with this. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like so many ways. And uh, shout out to my boy Byron. He was at my movie premiere. Um, he 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 connected me into this. You know what I'm saying? The stage play. Introduced me to some good people So shout out to him And you know what I'm saying Cause he said God talked to him And he sent him to me He sent me to him Like mm-hmm. you know He, he had, did one of our shows He was there uh, Recording At the cookout You know show That you was at mm-hmm. um, That day And he just remembered me You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. And he was like Man he shut down His social media For a year Cut all his And he said He just had to get it all right And he said My name came up in his head Mm-hmm. And it's crazy. It, it all this happened when the movie came That's and cool. stuff like that. So, That's I mean, cool. I thank God for the connections, the connection mm-hmm. and, and, and connections. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. yeah. So it, if nothing else, um, what, what in closing? How is it that next your your next idea? Mm-hmm. 
um, especially coming from the 90s to 2000, yeah. the 20-teens, mm. and now we're in the 2020s. Yeah. What is, what is one element that you feel is your biggest element to add in? To what you got going on right now? What what was the best? What's the best one that keeps you motivated all these years of living? Which one is the best? Oh man, I can't go there without listening to music. I just like listening to music <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. with that, even if I ain't doing it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's a love. Yeah. I mean, that's a love. Uh, music, man. Yeah. Even if I'm not making music, I love listening to music. So yeah. that's that's love for it. You know what I'm saying? So so just as Q says, y'all, this is the thing for me. Music is always going to be one of those top things for me as well. I mean, it's yeah. not like I've always dealt with music. So I don't never like ever really like get tired of music. Music is always there. Can't. I always have to deal with music. It doesn't matter what case of is, is church. Well, if it's outside of church, I'm always having to deal with music. music. So considerably, if if nothing else, I think that's in about a good seventy five to eighty percent of the people's heart. Music. Yeah. I mean, so Thanks. moving, moving, moving into twenty twenty four again. As I said, those music heads that that us us creatives just remember, it's time to stop being in slow. Don't be in the stop seat no more. Get out of that stop seat going into 2024. Go to the studio. If not, go to your computer. Open your computer up. Cut your computer on. Pull up them files that you ain't finished yet and finish them things. It's time. Straight up. Because we are in an era where things are about to start to slowly change, especially in the digital music world. Mm. So be sure to get your music out there before things start to change again. Spotify is already about to put a curveball going into the top of 2024. So mm-hmm. just know, knowing that you have to hit a certain threshold to be able to be paid considerably from your music. Think about that. Considerably, Spotify is trying to put a distribution chokehold on things as far as independent artists go. And independent artists, if you don't hit that certain threshold, they're not going to pay you out any kind of money until you hit that threshold. So just remember, get in while the getting is smooth and remember to stay motivated. I'm not saying that to discourage you or anything. Because Spotify is only just one network. You can distribute your music how you feel. You can independently distribute it, really, just by yourself. You don't need a platform. On a website, if the music man, is popping, share the music, get the music out there to the right people, the right hands again, it could it could be your day. It's a small percentage that it can happen. But if you have a dream, it's not about being the number one. It's if you want a number one, you can be the number one. Don't get, don't get me wrong. But just remember, 2024, move. Make the move. And even if it's movies too, whatever acting or whatever thing you choose to do. But at, at the end of the day, the music heads, the music creators, let's do this. It's time to take take flight with it. Anything else you want to say, bro? Nah, just uh, just chase your dreams, man. Twenty twenty four, man. Chase them. Uh, don't make no excuses, and you know, get it, man. Don't don't sky's the limit. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, y'all. Uh, again, it's another Thursday. Love y'all. We love y'all. Um, remember keep not just music podcast and your prayers again. We're at the end of the year, man. There's nothing else to take in. You know, it's not about donations right now. It's about making your life, taking care of everything in your life that you need to keep yourself and to keep yourself happy, motivated, and going. All right. Again, not just music podcast. I'm your boy, Duane Bruno, Quincy Murdoch in the building as always. And we will see y'all next time. Peace. Peace.